Welcome to the Burden and Blessing Podcast, a study and discussion forum on the truth of God's Word. Our summary verses of the books of the Bible introduce us to the theme of each book of the Old and New Testament scriptures so that we might have a deeper appreciation and understanding of God's Word of Truth. We pray that these brief studies will enable you to get more out of your daily reading and hearing of God's Holy Word. Welcome back to Burden and Blessing and to our 66 summary verses of the Bible. In fact, to the last of our 66 summary verses of the Bible, we will have one follow-up episode where we're going to review and recap what we have been considering over the last few months. But this brings us to the very last book of the Bible recorded in the New Testament, the book of Revelation. Neil, you're joining me one more time for this final book of the New Testament. What is it that we have for our summary verse for Revelation? We are looking at Revelation 21, verse 4, and we're reading it from the King James Version. Hopefully it's one that's very familiar, but I do think it summarizes this letter very well. It says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. There shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. I think this is a a very comforting verse in a book that might not always be so comforting when someone reads it. I've run into a few people in my life that have started out by reading the Bible, first time readers, starting Revelation. And I I almost kind of chuckled to myself because I think that's like someone going into an operating room and trying to do brain surgery, having never seen uh, a scalpel or any of the surgery tools or even really examining a brain before because as Jesus reminds us in the early part of Revelation these are things written about the past about what was currently happening and what will happen in the future and so if you don't know the rest of what God's words is saying it's it's really easy to get lost in Revelation even though any first-time casual reader could come away with saying this lamb this this Jesus wins in the end and that's certainly the theme of revelation that jesus wins jesus has won jesus is winning still today and jesus will win and coming for the final judgment and his victory so what i like about this particular verse nathaniel is that in revelation 7 and 21 it speaks of our end game our end goal of our eternal glory and heavenly reunion with all believers with christ of course as revelation so wonderfully pictures as a host of people with white spotless robes that have been washed in the blood of the lamb, which, which doesn't make sense. But in understanding Revelation itself, the visions that are mentioned in there to John are all pointing to what Christ has done to declare us righteous in his eyes, which is the hence the pure white robes, the, the blood of the lamb, the blood in which we will look on him who was slain and is now risen and living. So all the warnings you see Revelation 2 and 3, the warnings to this letters to the seven churches, all the, the warnings of the false teachings that would go out in the latter part of the teen chapters, all of these different things point to what Christ has promised to conquer for us, ultimately sin, death, and the devil. 
and then ultimately how as our conquering king, he is truly king of all kings and lord of all lords, as that he will come soon to deliver us from this sinful world, to give us that salvation, that eternal glory with him forever in heaven. So I really, really do love Revelation because it's like the more I've been in this short world and trying to study God's word, it always comes back to like, this is like the, the 409 class that just like you never are going to be done studying all of God's word, but revelations like that graduate course, so to speak, where it's like it pulls everything together and just sets on this pedestal of how Jesus is the one who is the living word. And you can see it through the, the depths of his message and the love that he shows here in this section. So enough enough for me. Let's hear what your thoughts are. Well, you summarized it well, Neil. It's, it's a book that is often seen as scary. You know, people begin to read it, and it doesn't matter if it's a first-time reader or if it's a, you know, a person who's been in the Bible for for years. A lot of times, you read through it and you see these plagues, and you see these grotesque animals, and there's dragons, and there's fighting, and there's bottomless pits, and there's fire and burning. I mean, all of this stuff. And people look at this and they say, "I just, I can't read it." And I'm guessing that, like me. You've had people who have said, I tried to read it and I just couldn't. It was too, it was too scary and I didn't understand it. And your point is well taken that if we don't have a good solid foundation in the rest of the scripture, we're not going to properly understand Revelation. But it is a simple purpose. The premise of Revelation is very, very simple. It reminds us that we live in a world that's full of sin and there are dangers everywhere around us. And that's the, that's the ugly, that's the grotesque part of the book of Revelation. We live in a scary world because sin, death, and the devil, as you pointed out, they're surrounding us all the time and they're out to get us. But what I love about the book of Revelation and what I love about this verse that comes at the end of Revelation, after all of that ugliness, is the ultimate a confidence and assurance that Jesus wins in the end. That lamb who was slain for us is alive. And because he is alive and because he has defeated those great enemies that we see that are horribly scary, we will be with him in heaven. But these, these things that we see, we're reminded we have something greater to look forward to. And Jesus assures us that that is ours. So it is a beautiful and wonderful concluding chapter to the study of the 66 books because it reminds us, yes, we live in a sinful world, but yes, Jesus has won. Very well said. There's some wonderful phrases about how Jesus pictures his bride the holy Christian church of all believers of all time coming down out of heaven as this bridegroom. And he also talks about this bride as Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem, and that idea of his people. So I thought it was fitting to think about Christ's return. And in the worship supplement that we have here, the Tan Worship Supplement by John Rhyme, He's got a hymn in here, hymn 794, which is called Jerusalem, Jerusalem. I think it does summarize what Revelation is pointing us to so well. So I'll read these, these verses here. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, when shall I come to thee? When shall my sorrows have an end? Thy joys, when shall I see? When shall these eyes, thy heaven-built walls and pearly gates behold? 
thy bulwarks with salvation strong and streets of shining gold. O when, thou city of my God, shall I thy courts ascend, where evermore the angels sing, the Sabbath has no end. O Christ, do thou my soul prepare for that bright home of love, that I may see thee and adore with all thy saints above. Amen. Amen. We invite you to listen for new books each week on Burden and Blessing Podcast, where we believe and confess that every word of God is true. We pray that you will be assured that God's word is pure and is more precious than gold.